And we're back. Two and a half guys podcast. I'm your boy Mitch. No stacks. Rose in her own zone. Rose. <laughs> Rose. There you go. And we're back, man. I know we took a little hiatus. A new time, new day. But um, you know, some things happen. You know, basketball season started. Uh-oh. Y'all don't know I coach, so Am I um, good? Now you frozen. It's not even nine o'clock. <laughs> you was good until we hit go live. Come on. Well, she's gonna come back. But yeah, like I was saying, man, I coach basketball. Um, so it's taking up my Tuesdays. So we might have to change the time in <clears throat> day to Sunday. Hopefully that's no issue for everybody. But you know. We'll make it work. We'll make yeah, because you know us, we say fuck football around here. Yeah, well, I don't do football. So, hey. And then, hey, we trying to catch y'all at a time when, you know, football ain't on. Mm-hmm. So, Bitch murder. Yeah, man. How you feel about that Dolph situation, man? <sighs> man, I don't like that situation because it's reckless. Very. That situation is reckless. Um, I was, I'm, I like Dolph. I caught on to Dolph. One of my juveniles put me on the Dolph. Um, yeah. He was saying, every day I came in the pod, he'd be like, hey, Mr. Green, you like Dolph. I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> and he would just now always say it. You do kind of favor Dolph. He would always say that. Now. And then he had uh, the rest of the juveniles telling me that, like saying that. So I was like, man, who is this young Dolph? They talking about. So I went and checked out young Dolph. You know, finally he was from Memphis. Yo Gotti and all that stuff, like the beef with them. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna start listening. So I started listening to Dolph, like probably after like his a couple mixtapes already passed. So, but I, I've been a Dolph fan, and to find out they were so reckless to shoot up this black owned um, business. That's terrible, man. And could have harmed more people in broad daylight. That shows me the lack of respect for life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the lack of care for a, per- a human being with children and kids who's trying to do different things for Memphis. I think they say he was giving out turkeys that week. Yeah, the next day. Um, so, you know, it's just it's just sad, man, like to see these rappers that you come accustomed to liking in up starting trade. to say Soldier Boy paid for the hit. Man. <laughs> That's what they're saying. And he ain't helping himself on uh, um, Instagram and Twitter with the shit he's doing. Hey, listen, he don't want to deal with them dudes in Memphis like that, man. Boy. Listen, that's a situation Even they're doing he, too much catching up if to he you. Play, if he playing okay. or trying to get clout, he don't want to play with them dudes from Memphis like that, man. I learned that yeah. from watching some uh, Memphis and Chicago and now in Jacksonville. Nah, he ain't want to do that, man, because them kids in Jacksonville and in Chicago, like, like I even like the yeah. kid King Vaughn. And like, soon as I start liking the dude, he gets killed. So, you know, it's just, it's just sad. Hey, you got, you got to, y'all got to go on YouTube, and it's like a little documentary, a quick documentary between him and a rival, whoever their rival was. It was a female. Um, her name is Jakara. Uh, she went by something. Some else, assassin. Right? Uh, yeah, that that whole shit was. But crazy. she was on. Um, 2020 or something like that? Who? Um, the girl, the female. She was on that. Even with who? Dolph? Well, O-Block. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they yeah, saying yeah, yeah, she's, yeah. she's one of the killers in the dude that they named O-Block after. Oh, oh you talking yeah. about the little young girl? The young girl. Yeah. yeah so. They say and Vaughn and killed her. Yeah, they and say they Vaughn, Vaughn killed her. But the thing is crazy. Like, he was, they would be all on Twitter and shit, and he's calling her his baby. And, Laughing and, you know, and joking about deaths. And, yeah. Like yeah, that, like that's crazy. Like it's a, like if you ever get on YouTube, it's a guy named Chicago Scene eighty eight. Yeah, he breaks. Down, I don't know how he know all these cats. I don't know how he know all this information, but he break down who and what gang. He got pictures. He got that's how I, I went down a rabbit hole one day. I, I've seen him. Um, of old block. How old block started? What? Well, yeah. In he, a way, he, he uh, remains anonymous. Yeah, he don't talk. Well, he never said he need to. His voice is 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 altered. Yeah. And, you know, he mm-hmm. give out information. He's like, all this stuff. Like, now he put out a little disclaimer before all his videos. Like, some of his information um, is just hearsay. 
So, Adam. you know, whatever, whatever. So, but he, he does a great job breaking down who's in what gang, like G Herbo and Lil Bibby and what block they from and mm-hmm. Lil Dirk. So it's, it's serious in Chicago, man. It's crazy, but mm. it's crazy, but it's, it's sad, man. And I, what we got I, on the lineup tonight, y'all? Um, we, what y'all want to start? Red Notice, Colin? Let's start with Red. Let's okay. Let's start with Colin. Um, though you finally watched Colin in Black and White, um, Ava DuVernay produced six series uh, show. Um, little quick hitter. I think episode every episode was about maybe thirty minutes. Yeah, or 30, less. Like like, yeah. like thirty forty. A little quick hit. Um, for, what? Let me think. What y'all thought about it? <clears throat> it was cool, and it just shows you that. Even them folks in California raises as fuck. Hey man, you know how it go. You know how it go. Rose, come back. Oh never mind. Oh. It showed a whole lot of Karen. Yeah. Okay. It showed a whole lot of Karen. Some Kins. Yeah, and some Kins. It's, and it's just I hope sad that these kids have to go through that. I know some of the uh the the things he went through was dramatized for TV, but I'm not saying that he didn't go through a lot of that stuff. Like even with the first episode with the hair, I feel um, like they put on now. They they, they put, put on a lot. They they probably added on a lot, a lot of that stuff. But it's it's kind of loosely based on some things he probably hey, experienced. But I can say, if that's how his mama was, his mama was shit as far as protecting yeah. him. <sighs> Mom and daddy. Was I, I kind of te- I teether back and forth because I don't think it was maliciously. They didn't know. It they was didn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, now when the mom put mom put the black prom trust uh prom picture in with old girl, she threw that one in the drawer. But then homecoming, you went ahead and put the other one on the wall. I didn't like that. I hope that's not true. I, I didn't. And then like you know them talking about the skin complexion of old girl. Yeah, like, blue black. Yeah, I didn't yeah. like that. I didn't but like... the black kid was the one that called her blue black. Right, I didn't. I, I think didn't they like did that purposely. I think they did that purposely because yeah, if, if other characters would have done it, we would have had some issues. So if he's I mean, a black kid, you know what I'm saying? That 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 points out colorism within our race, mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. So that it hit on a lot of points that needed to be touched on. It did. It was just through the eyes of Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, I'm I mean, not it, sure how. Yeah. It definitely productive did. this was. I, I I actually feel like this movie, this document, documentary or whatever is like a year late. It's it's a little it's a little late. It's a little late. Yeah. It's a little too long because he's been it out seemed, so long. It's somewhat of a money grab or a clout grab for Colin Kaepernick because they dropped it amongst the time where people was asking, what has Colin done lately? Right. Okay. Um, so it's like it was cool though. Yeah, it. I thought it was okay. Um, I'm not gonna say it's the greatest thing that she's ever done, but I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoy seeing some of his story. Like I like to find out about people. I, like I didn't know he was such a sought after baseball player. Right. Me either. I didn't know that. And then just to see them try to push that on him, like, oh, don't follow quarterback dreams. I did like how he broke down some of the historical things. Like he explained to you the traditions like and the NFL on certain things. The NFL combine. Oh, they was upset about that. But but people, I don't I know, I've been comparing the combine. That. You know what I'm saying? Because they're mm-hmm. they're measuring your body fat, your your arm length, wingspan, how high you can jump. Like it's it's a reminder of what they did to the to our people back in the day. And mind you, none of the people judging you can do what you do. That's the thing. That's like who? Like that's why I don't like Skip Bayless. <laughs> he gets on my fucking nerves. Hey, Skip, life. Skip is. And let me tell you, he said he always said this. Skip, he always said this like Steph Curry is cooking this year. We we seen this. You get MVP chance, but he always said. We got to see what he do in the postseason. And I think Skip is so much of a LeBron hater. That he hates the fact that Skip that Steph lost to LeBron in the finals yeah. up 3 mm-hmm. 1. I really hey, do think that. Hey, here's a promise that I make to y'all Skip is gonna have to retire after LeBron retires. He ain't gonna have nothing to talk he about. Got, 
ammo. It's a lot of sports shows that man. Le- no LeBron content. is talked about every day. He, when he hurt, when he's not hurt. But you know what? He he ain't gonna have to retire because by the time that happens, he'll uh, find LeBron somebody's gonna head. be up there. He'll LeBron find somebody's gonna head. get up there. He, his 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 ain't gonna go after LeBron's son. But Watch. speaking speaking of which, I saw a post where they got Bronny stats and all the colleges that are recruiting him. Duke, Kansas, all these big time. But Bronny only averaging like six points. <laughs> but Bronny gonna sell tickets. It's my money. Gonna sell tickets. Like, and and that that comes to play with Cam Newton. The stadium has been sold out back to back Sundays. Dog. Because of Cam. I before he made before it was talks of him even going um having a meeting. Mm-hmm. Tickets was like starting at thirty nine, forty nine dollars mm-hmm. in heaven. Yep. When I try to go back and get them shits, it's, it's no less than a hundred. Yeah, one twenty. Oh, no, in heaven. Listen, I watched heaven. I watched. Um, in heaven. <laughs> look, me and Trina done been to heaven a couple times, dog. <laughs> I mean, like our back is at the back, like we leaning against the back of the fucking cement because we at the very last row. Mm. I done been up there, Pa. <laughs> it, it ain't. It, it ain't no fun, especially like it's colder months. I can uh-huh. deal with that, but woo, not the beginning. Son, touching your ass. <laughs> Come here. Listen, I um, I was walking into a Dollar General, a Dollar Tree, while getting off work, and I saw this girl come out of Party City, Party City, with her Cam Newton jersey on the day after he signed. And I just looked at, I said, "You had to go deep in the closet for that." She said, "Yep." <laughs> she was like, "Yeah." She was like, "And I found no, it." <laughs> she said. Look. I had you. I was going all the way to the back to find my damn camera. She said, dog, and I, I, she said I kept it. I kept it and I found it. And she just laughed and got in her car. I'm like, boy, she couldn't wait. <laughs> Who knew? Like, somebody, yo, Who somebody, knew? Who knew? somebody in my Panther group was like, if if Cam and the Panthers was actually smart, they would go ahead and change his jersey number to make you because you, you're gonna have people come back wearing the original one, and then whatever his new number is, they would have made bank. And I was like, shit. Like that, that really could have went, but he, he's he probably boogie. wasn't trying to change numbers. No, nah, he's ace boogie. He's one, he's not going to change from being one. Yeah, he wasn't trying to change. He he wasn't definitely trying to change uh, no, uh numbers. So, but yeah, I mean, y'all know how I feel about the about the NCAA. Me personally, I hope Bronny do like D Wade's son did. I'll go to G Lee. Yeah, I mean, he has the opportunity. Like, I honestly loved that move because we watched. White fathers look out for their children mm-hmm. in, in organizations and businesses that they own. Mm-hmm. It was people talking cash shit with Zaire Wade, but I'm like, y'all don't do that when other races do that for their children. You you have kids mm-hmm. that come straight out of high school and go to work at their father's business that's a successful business. Why would he right. not? Hey, listen. Right. Listen, right. They try to crucify LeVar Ball, but he has shown his method works. <laughs> hey. Whatever his method is, it works. I'm going to tell you why I relate to LeVar Ball. Because mm-hmm. he ain't going to turn down who he is for nobody. And that's me. That part. He that is me. That part. I am not an employee. I hate to go back to the employer, but I'm not an employee type. And I had, I remember in a, in a, in a, in a you, like, you know how they do the yearly reviews on you? Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. When I was working at Coastal Carolina, they did a yearly review on me. And they said, he's not employee material. And guess what? I they, fucking agree. <laughs> they might it might be some credence to that. <laughs> I fucking like when they first said it to me, I was mad because they only gave me a 13 cent raise. But me being the person that I am now, mm-hmm. the motherfuckers was right. I mean, they called it. They called so, it. So. Damn right, Zaire. Your daddy owned part of Utah Jazz. Take Go. your ass to Utah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is what it is, man. Like, and guess what? They bet not. They uh bet not single them out either, because I'm gonna tell my daddy. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> that part. My daddy on a part of jazz, baby. <laughs> okay. Hey, look, so, well, well, I got a lot. I got a lot of stuff going on with my job, and I was um, talking to somebody, and I learned a new term. You know what the new term for uppity Negro is? What is it? Overly confident. So there was that like, if you me. ever. If you ever hear somebody say, well, you know, she's she's overly confident, that's their way of saying use an uppity Negro. And I'm like, shit. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. That would be what me. Is, 
I just want to drop a little trinket. That is definitely me. That's why I'm going wow. through what I'm going through right now, dog. I'm, I'm learning, I'm learning I so much. Real hard to get my confidence. I fought real hard to learn how to okay. walk in the room with my head up and look these folks dead in their motherfucking eye. There you go. How you doing? I ain't gonna stop that. And I'm already an aggressive looking type black man, although I'm only five seven. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not going to curve that for you because you not securing what you got mm-hmm. going on. I agree. My homeboys was six 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 five six eight six three. Right. And and you know what? And we I went to a diversity conference two weeks ago, and one of the discussions was what had everybody in the room. One of the little I guess exercise was. Stand up if you ever felt like when you're in a certain room, you have to change, like you had to be a certain Cold way. Switch. And I was like, so all the black people stood up. And it was crazy. And they was like, look around. And then they was asking people, give me mm-hmm. a situation. And I was like, well, being six seven, <laughs> black men, mm-hmm. I have mm-hmm. to come off like I'm the nicest person in the world. Yeah. For people not to be So it's like, I have mm-hmm. to really be like, hey, how you doing? Like, I really got to be the friendliest. Because I, and I was like, man, why do I do it? But I guess, I'm, you know, I, I feel like to, genuinely mm-hmm. I am a nice person. But like, why do I feel like I don't want to want them to view? So like I, internally, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's, like, that's I don't is. want nobody to feel threatened. Like, what was that? So I, you know, that diverse conference really brought out like, a lot. Like the only that. time I don't want them to feel threatened by me is when we're talking about my money. I can code. <laughs> listen, I can code switch like a motherfucker when we're talking about the funds. Oh, yeah. Okay. Until you fuck with the funds. Oh, yeah. You feel me? Oh, yeah. Like, and I've been in these big corporate meetings where we're discussing hundreds of thousands of dollars, possibly millions of dollars, mm-hmm. budgets, and et cetera. Mm-hmm. So I know how to code switch and I know when to code switch, but... If we're in a natural setting, I don't feel like I should have the curve who I am because, you know, right. it's a time and a place for everything. Mm-hmm. And right. I'm not ignorant by any means. And, you know, that's crazy because you you imagine how confusing that was for Colin uh, as a kid. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like him wanting braids, like the first episode, him wanting braids, getting taken to your mom taking you to get braids. And then the next day. You go to baseball, they, your baseball coach call your parents and be like, yo, either he cut his hair or he can't play. And then you're at the dinner table asking why, and your parent just, your adopted parent just goes, because you look like a thug. But I'm not. <laughs> what does my hair have to do about the, with the person hey, I am? Props to the kid. Mm-hmm. He did a good props job. Props to the kid that played him. He did a good job. He did good. He did a very good job. He did a good job. He did a very good job. I don't know the act. I don't know the actor's name, but I got to give him props. Like he he did a very good job. Yeah. So it's it's one. This is pretty like a little short hit. If you ever just you know need something to watch real quick, you know not. So you know, a, got got some time on your hand. So like on a one to ten, what y'all give it? Uh, and, and and y'all know we the we the we the documentary kings and queens now, so we know. Uh, I give it, but it was it wasn't really a documentary. It's more like a docu series. Yeah, because some I things was dra- dra- dramatized. So yeah, I what give you it, got, man? You got? I give it like a six point five to seven. Mm. Why so seven. low? I give it a seven. Why I got it so low? Because it's, maybe I need to see more. It left you hanging a little yeah. bit. Like I, I'm guessing there's like, gonna be more. So when it see, gives me listen. more, then I can be like, okay, I see where they were going. Like maybe this is just a tease. But for the tease, like you stop at him in high school. I'm gonna tell you something. Mm-hmm. It would have been better if if they set it up like a movie instead of a documentary. Yeah. If we didn't have Colin Kaepernick intersecting, like if he was narrating a movie, it was like blackish. It, <laughs> yeah. It it would have been a little better, but it it was like a. It was so many scenes. Move, you know, acted out. Mm-hmm. It was no climax. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they didn't even get to him being older and kneeling. Like you could have gave us some kind of yeah. visual for that. And see, and that's why I well, said, or maybe I'm, the next part is going to be him right. in college. And that's why I'm giving him set. That's why I'm giving the seven. Is another because, part? 
No, I'm this assuming. is what I'm saying. If if they're smart, that like I'm looking at this as um what was the movie? <coughs> uh, Love and basketball. So that could have been like the first the first quarter. His his struggles navigating through high school. I think okay. second quarter yeah, should be his collegiate thing because I'm pretty sure he had to go through some. Because I'm pretty sure um, it didn't stop. Evolved. It didn't stop at just no. the baseball thing. No. Like, it was more third, things that happened. Third like. quarter. Third quarter could have been him and <laughs> NFL, like getting into the NFL and then him kneeling and how they pretty much got rid of him. And then the fourth quarter should be, you know, the things that he's focusing on now, which is know your rights. But like, don't, she, don't she got a deal with Netflix? So this might be part of that deal. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I oh, don't yeah. know what happened to the little boy that was jacking rims. That's a good point. You know, since like since he plays right. such an integral part, right? Right. You know, like by not letting him be a part that of that. Use for a white kid being able to do something and how white kids operate. Mm-hmm. What happened to him? Did he mm-hmm. did he get locked up? You but, know, what and I mean? he told but, him but he you, was. A, go ahead. Go ahead. No, he told him like, "Yo, I can't have you going with me because you're damn seven feet tall." <laughs> Black kid coming with me to do dirt and, Tur- right. and Turlock, yeah, yeah. Turlock, yeah. California. So you're you're gonna but be spotted before I get spotted. <laughs> I love all of the ways, like the examples that they gave every time they went on these little road trips for the baseball. Yeah. Like he can't get extra ice cream, but his boy got three full cups stacked on top, and just went back and got another one. Right. You know, looking looking at him funny, like he can't get an apple. Then the black the team comes shit. in, and right. they're trying to be on their best behavior. Absolutely. And that's one of those things. About. The, well, that's one of those things. You're going around, You're trying to be acceptable to people who really don't care about accepting. You. They, they're part. in a, uh, a white-dominated sport, baseball, period. So you come in and don't let you be good to where you're winning. They don't want you to win. So they come mm-hmm. in. they just talking amongst each other. And the guy would go past some white kids wrestling. But, hey, y'all keep it down. Y'all got kicked out of the hotel the year before. So it's like mm-hmm. we got to be... Like Chris Rock always said, we gotta we gotta uh leap go through leaps and bounds to, to be great at something they can mm-hmm. just be mediocre at. So And it's Lord crazy. forbid like like Doe said, you find your power and, and you know, like me, I know my power and I know what I bring to a team. So because I walk around there like that, now I'm a threat. Yeah. Everybody want to get Sasha out because you right. want me to. You want me to dim my light because I make you look bad, and I, I don't. I don't get that. Like, it's crazy. I know I cook better than you. I okay. know I know how to do these budgets and spreadsheets better than you. I know I know how to schedule better than you. Listen, so man. I'm supposed to. You know how that for you, right? Who the fuck are you? Right. I'm supposed to give you the. I'm supposed to move out your way and let you lay out the ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm supposed to stop playing defense and let you lay out the ball. I'm Steph fucking Curry this <laughs> shit. So I'm supposed to. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I get it though, man. But I, I give it a seven. Like I said, I give it a six and a half, seven because <clears throat> this is where it left me. Like yeah. it left me wanting to see more about his life. So right. maybe when it's all said and done, I can go back and say, hey, man, that was a great idea they did Yeah. by giving me little doses at a time. But, you know, if you're going to give me six, at least give me an hour. Right. If you're only going to give me six, well, at least give I, me I an gave, hour. I gave, it a, I gave it an eight, five, because I watched it by myself, and then I came back and watched it again with Trina and Brian, because I really wanted Brian to see it. Okay. So, and it, it was a good conversation piece with him being a young man that's in high school. Right. You know, and he's seeing overt racism, something mm-hmm. that he probably wouldn't notice before. And uh, he's asking questions, well, why did he why they stop him, but it didn't stop the parents when they were driving? Right. You know what I'm saying? And then even when you know, like, hey, get your license, and old boy want to put a gun out on him. And he asked you know the people, saying? are you okay? Like asking them, like, are y'all okay? Is he uh, is he yeah. kidnapping y'all? Like a 16-year-old kidnapping some girl. Man, get out of here. No. What about the part like when, you know, I think the, the dad or the mom one was like, well, somebody has an attitude when he got his license back. And of course he had an attitude because he knows that you just profiled him. And then he's agreeing with the mom. Like, yeah, I don't know what that was about. But no, we're talking about you, mister. Mm-hmm. Right. You but know you, what I'm saying? But his you parents know, did not have his back in a lot of those situations. Yo. If, if that's true, how his parents, his adopted parents were, then they made him who he is to this day. They made him open up his eyes and see some of the stuff because they really were blinded by their privilege. 
Right. That they were like, oh, there's nothing wrong. It's our black son. He stays with us. He's a good kid. He's going right. to float through right. life. Like, no, it don't matter. When he's not in your custody or not around you, mm-hmm. he's he's just a black kid. You know what I'm saying? And look, so, on the opposite side of that coin, <clears throat> his mom and dad went hard for him with making all the tapes and shit, telling his brother to come over here mm-hmm. so that they can make all the films. Because how many of our parents would have done that? Oh, yeah. no, it was good parents. They yeah. were just naive to a lot. Yeah. yeah. Of, of course. Mm-hmm. And like, I got a... I got a family member that that's married to a, a white guy, and and she's a beautiful black woman married mm-hmm. to a white guy. And every time they go out, she she sees the stare she sees from black people and white people, or like a waitress will come and they're addressing her husband, but not really addressing her. Mm-hmm. And when she brings it up to him, he acts like he's tripping no for idea. no reason. I, he has no idea. Yeah. He has no idea. So, and then it pisses her off. And then we have to tell her, you do realize like his privileges want him to see. He don't understand. What you're seeing. Like, He'll never understand it. It's you hard point it out to, to people some shit that they right. were bred not to see. Right. Right. Like just their natural you, disposition of how mm-hmm. easy they can just walk through a room, go to the gas station, go to like, you know, how, right. like, bro, you know what I would give to just be able to walk into a room and not, Get that feeling, and that, that was another right. exercise that this conference. They were like, um, mm-hmm. "How how have you ever feared when you got pulled? Fear for your life when you pulled over?" And none of the white people. Fuck yeah! And none yeah. and none Every of the white time. people and none of the white people ever had to raise a hand. And the other thing was, uh, we did like a we sat down, you wrote out what you like about being your race. So, you know, black people, we went in. We like our soul. We like our rhythm. We like the way we cook. We like our hair. We like our skin complexion, blah, blah. So white people just sitting there. And, like, like they asked white people, like, why don't you have a longer list? Like, their list was like, I'm glad I don't have to worry about being stopped. So one lady, she was like, to be honest, I have a black daughter, and I'm kind of ashamed of being white after being in this conference. And the guy was like, I'm not trying to make you embarrassed. I just want you to see what we go through. Right. And she was like, it just hurts me that I was so not, I was so blind. She was yeah. like, I see all these other cultures, even though they've been through the struggle, they're proud of what they are. They're proud of their skin. Uh, I think the Hispanic people was like, we love, we love our rhythm. We love our cooking. You know, same thing black people say. Yeah. We love our yeah. culture. We culture. love this and that. It's culture. And the white people just were like, uh, I like not being... Profiled, I like, you know, just stuff like that. I like, you know, being able to, like one way she was like, I like being able to get up and not have to do my hair. And she was like, because I could never do what she does her hair. <laughs> hey. I would have loved to been in that damn room. You Listen, me? it was crazy. Hey. hey, I'm pretty sure it was one of them in there. Shit, I'm proud to be white. I'm like, he wanted to say it. Hey, he w- they probably wanted to say it, but that wasn't the room for it. <laughs> That that, that, that time and place, buddy. But they really like, But you best believe. But like you could see on some of their faces, like the struggle of, dang, I can't say that, or right. I don't know what to say. I'm proud of being white about. Like a lot of them li- like the fact that I don't want to say the wrong thing. I'm gonna shut up. But but nonetheless, some of them were just saying like they were kind of they were kind of jealous that. Other races were able to be proud of yeah. these things. They scared to like some aren't scared to be proud to be white, but they feel like if they're proud to be white, it represents right. racism. And that's, and that's that's what your culture was built on, right? So you know that's what your culture it, was, it was built on. It was interesting though. But Colin, man, I, I hope they do give us more. And um, yeah, you know, we'll they see. They not because I don't feel like it was the big bang that they anticipated it to be. Maybe maybe later because it didn't really hit well. Because I, I didn't see too many people talking about it. Just that mm-hmm. football, the NFL making a stir mm-hmm. about the combine being compared to slavery, but auction all black people. I mean, that was it. But speaking of Netflix. Walk like a wo- mm-hmm. My bad, Rose. No, go ahead. You're good. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Netflix, um, though you was kind of skeptical about trying this movie when it was suggested. It was typical at first. Yeah, somebody suggested it to us. Watch Red Notice. Um, yeah. I I think I saw it coming out, but it wasn't when they hit my radar. But somebody messaged the page and was like, "Hey, y'all need to watch Red Notice." The ending saved it. 
But the comedy wasn't bad. It gave me I, that Deadpool feel. Yeah. It wasn't a bad movie. It was just stereotypical. Like you, we've seen the 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 comedic heroic duo. <laughs> and you always get the rock. The, the rock twist definitely first in every movie. You know, when you get the rock, you you going for big butt. You going for that paper. You going for people to see the rock and say, I'm gonna watch this no matter what. Because he brings and, in right. And, you look at you look at you look at these WWE matches. They sold out every night, so he still has that fan base. Yeah. No matter what city they go to, WWE, WWF, whatever it is, it's sold out. So he's mm-hmm. getting that fan base, and it's just like let's let's use the rock much as we can. So he's definitely when you it's need got that budget. Twists and turns. Yeah, I like that. But I mean, it was you know some of the scenes, some of the you know it's typical action movie, action the comedy action was movie. Spot on. But it, I didn't think it was that bad. I didn't think it was that bad. I really, I really enjoyed some of the kind. Of, like if you like that Deadpool humor, a little bit. Ryan Reynolds known to give you. Right. I only want to see Ryan Reynolds when he's playing Deadpool. <laughs> see, that's what I'm saying. But <laughs> he had a couple funny jokes in there. <clears throat> he had a couple funny oh, yeah. jokes in there. It's like they took some of his character from Deadpool. And be like, okay, we're gonna write this script for Ryan Reynolds. Because he's gonna deliver these jokes this way. Hey, this was probably the easiest movie they ever had to do. Yeah, easy, easy. Because he didn't have the he didn't have this is this is him. This seems like his character. Right. The Rock. Right. This is the Rock. Rock did this role in Fast and Furious. You name it, he's been this role. Yeah, all over. The movie with Kevin Hart, where he was the Jumanji. You know, he was the heroic guy. He does he does the heroic comedy. That joke will stay in shape though. You know, um, don't he? The motherfucker said the back of his head looked like a penis. Um, one, <laughs> <laughs> now a funny scene that I did enjoy is when they were in the in prison, and Ryan Reynolds like, "Oh no, I'm not gonna tell him you're a cop." Hey, no, no, you're not a cop. He kept saying it over. He's like, "I know what you're doing. Yeah. You need to chill." He's like, "No, I'm not gonna tell him you're the fed. No, I'm not. No, 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 not, <laughs> not special agent John Hartley. No, I thought that okay. was funny. I was like, yo. <laughs> You sarcastic, but it was it was pretty. And um, Wonder Woman came in the first time I seen her outside of Wonder Woman. Flat, I was though. wondering what she came from. Yeah, I was like, she looked familiar. Okay, yeah. I didn't figure okay. it out till halfway through the movie myself. And I'm a right. and I'm a yeah. no, comic it, so. guy. Right. I mean, you kind of demolished the second Wonder Woman, so you didn't. Mm. I think you kind of try to race her out your mind after that. <laughs> Gail Gadok, I think Derek said she's one of the worst on his list is one of the worst actors when we did that list. So and we were trying to figure out who it was and lo and behold it was her. Um but, <laughs> but hey, she didn't do bad in here. She was she was terrible. She's just very pretty. That's I could see Eva it. Mendez or one of those doing she, that role. She's Fox. the new Maybe Angelina. Fox. Yeah. Huh? She's the new Angelina Jolie. Don't don't do that though. Don't do that. Nope. Nope. Rose. She's met. She's she's making Fox her her catalog ain't touching it right. Her she ain't even starting off on the right trail. Man, she got a she got a superhero. She got one movie. She got one hot fire classic on a ten year average. Hey, some orange juice. All the roles she getting would have been Angelina Jolie's if she was younger. That part. I'm not doing it. I'm not. I'm not. Hollywood got these roles to fill, man. Um, I agree. Hollywood got these atypical they, roles to fill. I agree. She I ain't mean, got no donkey. <laughs> she pull up, but she real pretty. She pretty as hell. Yeah. Yeah. She Who else was that? Um, to be honest, and when I think Jolie. of when I think of Wonder Woman, I'm thinking like this big muscular Amazonian woman. She didn't look that way, let's say made her look like that in Wonder Woman. They tried to play it up, but I, I needed like Dang, I need I somebody who actually it. worked out and, and looked that part. <clears throat> but you know, she you know the first but Angelina one Jolie was just like that, no booty, Man. just real pretty. She was see, but see see Megan Fox had a little body on her, so I can't say she Megan Fox. But yeah. acting wise, yeah, they all in the same realm. No, Angelina yeah. is not in the same realm as. Is Megan Fox and Gail Gadot? That's just because you like that Mister and Mrs. What's the name movie with her? And I Mr. like Bone, uh, the Bone Collector. 
This is what we doing. We kill. We killing. Angelina, she ain't no Oscars or. No, I'm no. not saying she's Oscar nominated. She's a pretty face, Mitch. She, she, right down she had great vision. roles. She had great movies. She's Laura Croft. <laughs> I didn't okay. even watch that. <laughs> okay. I didn't even watch that. <laughs> uh, but Red Notice, man. Um, decent little flick. Decent little flicks. Uh, what you give? 7.5. Hey, I'm a rose because the action was good. The action scene, action was good. I like action the comedic relief. I, I definitely like the. I, 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 I like the switch at the end. Yeah. I like the twist. Definitely was a good yep. twist. Um, yeah. He definitely played that part to a T for the yeah, twist. Sure did because he had me thinking. They ain't, I, when you don't think of the Rock, you don't think of Rock being a a villain. Evil. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry Rock if I'm giving away for the people who haven't seen it, but hey. Watching two and a half guys sometimes we yep. drop bombs and give spoilers, <laughs> uh, but uh, but you know, I didn't, but it, it hit me differently when I saw it. I was like, okay, this ending really did. They set me up to save it, it they said they set me up to save it. So, oh, yeah, I thought it was, it, 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 was a hell, it was a Hail Mary, it mm-hmm. was a Hail Mary at the end for me. I think they knew what they was doing. They was gonna, they was like, we're gonna deadpool it, came out of left field, they're gonna deadpool it, Jumanji it, Kevin Hart it to death. Cause I could have seen Kevin Hart playing Ryan Reynolds. As long as they don't put, don't even put. If they would have put Kevin Hart in that movie, I was gonna watch it. He would have took the role too. He got a movie coming out with Wesley that he's more serious in. That they're saying is gonna be good. I gotta give him props. He's stepping his game up. He definitely is. Because that movie with him and Wesley do do look like it's gonna be good. Right. So I haven't seen it. You got. I got to put it in a, in a no, group or something. I, I seen so, the trailer. I think I posted it okay. one time, but I'll I'll go back and um find the trailer for it. Um because it was uh it caught my attention. So I said, you know, hit the last his last outing as a serious guy in fatherhood. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Just like I uh enjoyed the movie he did with Brian Cranston. Um so I you know, Kevin Hart did you know, he ain't doing it. I haven't seen him in a while, I haven't seen the typical well, I think he's taking a. I mean, I think he got tired of being that guy. He slowed down a little bit. Yes. Yeah, so. <clears throat> so yeah. Um, All right. What are we doing on this top three, fellas? Top Saddest three movie scenes. Saddest movie scenes that we've came across in our time. Um, this could have easily been my top three movies that made me shed one. Except for my number three. My number three didn't make me sad. But I just thought at the moment that scene definitely was sad. But um, two of these definitely could go on my list of movies that made me shed shed a tear, drop a tear. So, um, Rose. I already know I got I got one of yours on my list. I already know. Rose. I'm going sure I have none of those. I, I purposely stayed away from those genres because I knew, <laughs> I already God. knew, I already know one of them for sure. I believe it. So, um, Rose, want to kick it off with number three? Uh, yeah. So, my number three, and, and it comes from being young and seeing that happen, and it just fucked me up because we were like around the same age. But I I'm going back. Saying. I'm going back to my boy needed his glasses on my girl. Ooh, I almost put him on there, Rose. I knew it. Boy, he, I knew my boy it. I knew need, it. I almost he put him on Henry there. Henry needed his glasses, y'all. When I that little girl played that part, because you would have thought me, me and Macaulay Culkin played played basketball at the school every day. The way I was, <laughs> was she? Was it the funeral Ooh. scene? It was the funeral. You remember, oh, she walked in God. and he didn't have his glasses on him. She oh. let everybody in that church know, whoa, <sighs> his glasses. He needs his glasses. He can't see. Whoa, like, that listen. baby broke down, boy. I was crying. I was boo-hoo crying, hey, listen, boy. If that ain't touch your heart. <laughs> okay? Because that was my age. First off, it was fun that a kid my age can die. Right. I think I watched it at, at summer camp. Tupperware summer camp played that movie. And I wow. mean, they I had to go to the bathroom. They did that I had to go to summer camp? I had to go to the bathroom, y'all. I can't go out there and play kickball <laughs> after cornball in this bitch. I be using, okay? I got to go out here and play. <laughs> what was that damn shit when you had to hit the ball around the pole? Tell the ball. I can't go. Nobody ain't going to be afraid of me and tell the ball no With more. With tears I'm dropping out your eye. Ball. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't do that to me, Tupperware. But yeah. So that's my number three, my girl. 
Wow, that's a good one because I definitely almost, almost added that. But I had a feeling that you may have thrown that on it, so I kind of was like, I you thought know. you was gonna have it. I, I really thought I, was, I really thought about yeah. it, but I said, let me go. I didn't try to hit movies that we, that I touched on before when we talked about like deaths, like our uh, mm-hmm. most memorable deaths in movies and TV. So. Uh, I kind of, I try, I kind of pick some different movies, so I try to change it up. So, though, is it me or you? Uh, probably me. Go ahead, brother. Uh, my number three is the Infinity War snap. I knew it. 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 <laughs> um, I didn't know what was going on. You know, a part that got me when Spider Man, when the young Spider Man was like, I don't. I don't want this to happen. I don't want to go. I don't go. I was like, yo. And once again, I was in the theater when this girl with the full sleeve had every Avenger on her arm and she was in there bawling. (laughs) Listen, snot bubble. She was in there bawling, crying. Because we we never would have thought Marvel would have left the movie hanging like that. Listen, when I tell you people was in there. if you enter the movies like that, you know like, you like, damn, they're gonna leave us hanging for two years like this? People's in there, like you could drop a, a pin, you could drop a penny in there like, and hear Black how many Panther? times it rattled like, around. We just got Black Panther and he gone. Listen, we just got bro. him. Listen, bro. Everybody was like, <gasps> that's all you heard. Everybody <laughs> holding their breath. So like then people started exhaling, and then you just hear people sniffing. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yo. Yo, people really waited these years to see this. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is this is built us. up over years, man. So, you Avengers, bastards. And you bastards. Listen, Avengers mastered years of buildup, yo. 11 years. It's, this is years of buildup. Like, they have an order watching movies. They have the, the Easter eggs in, in the movies, at the end of movies. Nobody better, um, than, nobody better than Marvel. So, most definitely, most definitely. That's a, that's a good pick. What's your three? My three. It ain't one of my favorite movie collections. But when Paul Walker died and they brought the movie, they still salvaged the movie. Yeah. And that last scene when they, he was riding off and they was playing the Wiz Khalifa, it's been a long day. I was like, dog, they really going to do this? And he was and driving off. The camera too. And you saw his face, like the visual of his face and like, yo, he really Damn. ain't coming back no more. You was just like, man, no, man. And then the song was brother to be the body double. The song was perfect. The scene was perfect. It was like they were sending him mm-hmm. off in the sun. Yeah, I was like, yo, yeah, that's a pretty doggone sad scene. I ain't even the biggest Fast and Furious fan. <laughs> right. That scene, that scene hit me a little different <laughs> when I saw it because I'm like, yo, I ain't supposed to be sad at Fast and Furious. <laughs> Like, I laugh and joke through this whole movie. I knew, you know, he passed, and, you know, I knew they, they salvaged the movie even after his passing, but I didn't know it was going to send him out on a tribute like this. So when that happened, yeah, that, that kind of got me. So that's my number three, the scene where Brian rides off in the sunset, Fast and Furious. I think that was number 48, Fast and Furious 48 when they did it. <laughs> I'm kidding. But, yeah, that's my number three. Rose. All right. My number two. Uh, I'm just go with it. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if y'all seen the Notebook. Y'all familiar with the yeah, Notebook? I remember seeing it. I seen the Notebook. Yeah. So with the Notebook and not trying to give that much of it away because though you ain't watched it, but basically this guy is going to this nursing home, mm-hmm. meets this woman in a nursing home, and then he's telling her about the greatest love story ever. Uh-huh. You know, and then come to find out at the end, you realize like she started remembering that it was him. So they're in their 70s, 80s, and then they're talking about when they fell in love in their 20s. And basically she has Alzheimer's and she's in a, a nursing home. So he goes there every day to tell her the story about they love, hope that she remember. And then mm-hmm. one day she finally remembered and he was like, oh, my God, you, you came back to me. And you just see all that love and passion only for her to lose the shit again. <laughs> I remember like that. that. 
I remember people Dog. talking about how sad that movie was, and that's, Dog, I think that that's the reason I watched it. That but, shit fucked me up, dog. Wasn't it a movie with Channing Tatum in that same? I think Rachel McAdams is the girl that played in Notebook and Ryan Gosling. Played in Notebook. Yeah. Wasn't Ryan she in Gosling. a movie with Channing Tatum where it was kind of similar to uh similar to um to uh that same type of plot where they were in a car accident, she loses her memory and they get older and he's trying to refresh her memory or something like that. It sounds familiar. I have to, I'm gonna have to look it up because I know Channing Tatum was yeah. in it. He was driving and like a truck hit him and she lost her memory or something like that. So he was going back trying to help her find her memory. Yeah, life. and he was going, oh, I'm gonna have to find that movie because it was. And if I'm not mistaken, did Olga went and moved into the nursing home to be with her? I Don't get me a lie. I want to thank you because you remember the kids came to visit and it was like, you know, dad, da 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 da. You know, I'm, I'm almost there. You know, I'm thinking, I think she can get her memory back and da 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 da. da. And <laughs> yeah, I ain't going to ruin the rest of them. But yeah, that one fucked me because that shows you how far somebody would go for some their, their life mate. You know what I'm saying? You feel that strongly about your soulmate that you're willing to go move into the nursing home for the story of your, your love. So hope one day she'll remember it and him to have her remember it for like a good five, ten minutes. Mm-hmm. And then it went all the way away. But it, it was like, look, it was worth just having you back for those five or ten minutes. Mm-hmm. But I ain't going home. I'm here to tell this bitch again, tell the story again. So I remember again. Resilience. But yeah, that's that's my number two. So, okay. All right. My number yeah, two no. is the me and you will never part scene. From color purple. <laughs> 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 like, 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 remember they was holding on. He was beating her hands off the pole. Yeah. All because she wouldn't give him none. Because she wouldn't let him rape her. That's crazy. Like, they crying and they trying to keep it together. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my yeah. number two. And it's, you know, that's just a classic movie. So. Oh, okay. Immediately yeah. when you said what the list was, that was the y'all would think that Marvel would be the first thing to pop in my head, but that was the right. first one. So that's my number two. Okay, and the name of that movie was called The right. Vow, and they had Rachel McAdams in it and Channing Tatum. It was some okay. along that line. Um, number two, that's a good pick. My number two, it was more of the movie, but I don't know if y'all ever seen Lone Survivor with Mark Wahlberg. Mm-mm. It's based on a true story. These guys go over to um thank you, Latasha Deval. That is correct. Um they go over to overseas and they're supposed to do like this extraction or whatever of these mm-hmm. of somebody and they're in the woods and it's like four or five shooters. And of course you can tell by the name Movie Long Survivor. They're fighting for their way out. So they're shooting against this army of Afghanistan guys. And I think I've seen that. I think I've seen it, that. Yeah. <laughs> and like Mark Warber is like the last survivor. And how he <laughs> survived, he he finally, he got, all of them got shot up bad. Yeah, I saw but that. He got shot up and he finally made it to the village where this man hid him from like, like the Al-Qaeda guys or whatever. And he hit him, he hit him, and then he finally got help. To come rescue him. So when they came to rescue him, he was the only survivor. But at the end of the movie, they showed all the guys that lost it, like the real people that this movie mm-hmm. was based off. And I mm-hmm. sat in that movie theater, and when I said a tear started rolling, like seeing these dudes like with their families and seeing like the character that you saw got killed, and then seeing the real person that got killed. Oh, it was yeah. like, oh my God. Like, yo, so Lone Survivor, if y'all haven't seen it. It's a very good movie, man, and it's a movie that keeps you on edge because <coughs> it's like four guys against a whole, four or five guys against a military mm-hmm. trying to trying to survive, Damn. just trying to survive, and they they shooting, they're trying to figure out how to get down this mountain. They're rolling, they're falling down the mountain. They're thinking these guys are gonna stop following them, but they're not. And like it, it was, it came a point in the movie where the decision had to be made. I think a kid saw them; they were hiding out. The, first of all, they were watching. So a kid saw them. It's called Lone Survivor. And the kid was coming through, and a kid saw them, and they had the kid and the family caught. And so they was like, man, we can't let this kid go back to his village because he's going to tell them 
mm-hmm. that were out here doing recon. Mm-hmm. So they went back and forth. One guy was, man, he's just a kid. We can't kill him. But he's like, no, we can tie him up and go, and somebody will come find him. And so they were like, no, let's just let the kid go. And we, by the time he get down there, we man, that kid, they showed that kid running down them stairs to go tell, running down that hill. And when he got to his village, he told me, he said, man, whatever he said, like Americans in the woods, and they came coming. And that was a turning point in the movie. So that decision kind of sealed their fate of what happened because they could have easily killed a little boy and still been out there doing recon, but he was up there with like goats or something, if I'm not mistaken. But it's a good movie, man. If you haven't seen it, please check it out. Lone Survivor, Mark Wahlberg, a couple other guys you've probably seen before. But um, very intense on-edge movie. And as a matter of fact, it was on TNT the other day. And I think I'm going to watch it again just because because I really enjoy that movie. So Lone Survivor. Trina, he said it's called The Lone Survivor. So that's my number two. All right. All right, so we on one? And yes, I know sir. y'all, I know y'all ain't got my one. Mm-hmm. I will say my one originally was gonna be Fruitvale Station, but I know that's yours. Well, okay. There's no mystery to that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but but I but from what you just said, you said you going with different movies than you said before. Uh-huh. Because I just knew you were gonna have Fruitvale Station. I'm like, I'm not gonna put it. So as you know. I'm going all the I'm going all the way back to I think this is like the 80s. I, I was young. Mm-hmm. I watched it and it just fucked me up. I don't know why Susie let me watch it, but it's the Prince of Tides with Nick Notes. Explain. Give us that. Yeah, because that Prince of Tides. Oh, she froze. And Barbara Streisand. Okay. You going in and out. Come on, Spectrum. Let us get five more minutes. <laughs> yeah, Spectrum acting like Spectrum acting dumb over here too. Over. Oh, I can't. I can't talk no trash this week here. Oh well, shoot, man. Go ahead and give you a two, and hopefully she'll come back. And you mean my uh, number one? I mean, number one, yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, man. Iron Man, Tony Stark. I knew that. I knew that. Hey. I knew it. I knew bro. it. Bro. Like, yo, she was, she was sad, bro. Once again, a movie I saw in the theater where it had everybody in there crying. Hey, bro. I almost not bubbled a little bit. You see grown men crying. Because oh. you, because. Oh, Rose, you, she might be back. didn't expect it. You back, Rose? I'm back. Okay, I don't know Prince how long I'm back for. I don't Prince, know how long I'm back for. Can you hear me? Give us a quick yeah. rundown of yeah. Prince of Tides. Okay. All right. So, all right. So so basically, Prince of Tides, Nick Nolte, um, he's an old man. His wife left him with the kids. Oh, shoot. He's just like, he's he drinks. He has a lot. Going in and out again. Mm. He starts to tell us. Turn the wire hanger to the left. <laughs> she gonna kill she gonna me. Get you, she gonna get me. <laughs> she gonna get you. <laughs> but I knew, I knew uh, Tony Stark was your number one. Like yeah, I say, once again, ever, bro. I saw grown men dressed up at this this last one, and they were boohooing. Grown men, women, children, like- adults, kids, from eight to eighty, <laughs> like they were in there. Uh oh, she's coming back. Hey, look! Can you hey, hear me? Yay! <laughs> Look, I went ahead. I'm, I'm off my laptop. I'm on my phone. I took the Wi-Fi off, so I'm on my strong uh, 5G. Okay, let's good. go. Prince of Tides. Right. Prince of Tides. So he has a whole bunch of issues. He's an alcoholic. His wife left him with the kids. He started going to counseling, and as he's going to counseling, he starts revealing what happened to him. Father was a drunk. Come home from work. Food ain't on the table. He whipping his mom ass. Um, the mom, the dad. It was him and two sisters, and I think he was like the middle child. Um, daddy went out of town somewhere while daddy's out of town Randy night 
a group of bikers, because they live out in the country on the hill, no houses around them. A group of bikers came and bust in to the house, and he's the man of the house supposed to be, so he's trying to protect his mom and his sisters, and they basically, like, beating his ass up. Two men went in the room with the mama. Two men went in the room with the two sisters, and then one of the guys grabbed his ass and raped him. You know what I'm saying? And he held all of this regression. And after everything was done, the mom pretty much told him and the sisters, we can never let your dad know this happened. You know, like, like your dad will, would die if he knew that this happened. And so he held, he held on to that growing up, you know, because all that bad shit happened to him and he, and he couldn't get it out. He couldn't tell anybody. And Damn. the sister, one of the sisters committed suicide. The other one was on drugs, bad. The mama died. Like it was like, if you ever get to watch it, it's called a prince of ties. It came out like probably mid late night, excuse me, eighties. Mm-hmm. I'm not watching that Rose. Nah, I'm a chill. Dog. <laughs> I'm and a mad, I'm young now. Look it up, Mitch. You went to, well, I'll look it up. Person I got you. I got you. I got you. Watching that, I, I don't know. That's too sad, yo. I, uh, I'm, I'm glad you told me what it was about. Dog. Okay, 1991. 1991. 1991. And if you, see, you see on the damn little picture, he in the bed with fucking Babs. Babs was his therapist. Babs went ahead and gave him some ass after that. Because he was, he was struggling. He was fucked up. <laughs> Okay, Damn, you got to have a fucked up situation for the therapist to give you something. I swear. Okay, she fell in love with a man like she knew he was a fucked up individual and he had to hold, like that was the first time, he said that was the first time he told anybody what happened to him and, and he felt the guilt of not being able to, you know, save his mom and his sisters and not only that, you get Damn, where the guilt tripped yourself too. into some pussy. Dang. Whew, that's rough. That was rough. So, it, people in the comments... My boys probably ain't going to watch it, but if you want to watch a good movie, go watch Prince of Tides. I don't know what station, what platform it's on, but get get your tissue together if you do watch it. Nope. No, thank you. Well, Rosa, don't reveal his number two while you was uh, on pause. His one. His number one. I'm sorry, number one. Um, What is it? You know, the last uh, Tony Stark. Tony Stark dying. The death of Tony. And like I said, man, I saw yeah. grown people crying. Almost not bubbled a little bit. You know, it, it was sad. <laughs> it was sad. It definitely was sad. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't expecting him to die. And and then it was so graphic. Mm-hmm. Graphic as fuck. I wasn't expecting him to die. I thought everybody was going to make it out. With the exception right. of a few. But right. I think some people, some people there were already anticipating it. And I think they said somebody was gonna die, but we didn't yeah, know who. We didn't know who. We didn't know. We knew somebody. Be, I thought it was gonna be like Captain America, or somebody. Yeah. But uh, because he lived so long. <laughs> but. Motherfucker, oh, ninety years old. Right. So that was that was a good one, man. Because I I pretty much knew Doe was going with that. I pretty much knew Doe was going with that. So. Oh, Rose, by the way, right. Latasha watched The Undoing. Yeah. Latasha watched The Undoing. Uh-oh. What'd she say? She liked it. I told her to tell you about I it. I gotta watch that shit. I'm I'm out on I'm out on FMLA. I ain't got nothing else to do. So I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I told I told her to she I told her to tell you about it. Um pretty doggone good series to me. Though said it heated up late, but you know, when it heated up, it got good, so. But yeah. Also, I know I, I've been slacking on the editing. I'm gonna have one probably up tonight, the last one. Um, thank y'all for following us on all our social media platforms, Anchor, um, things like that. So Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, the commercial gonna be on the front. So enjoy that commercial. <laughs> but yeah, just appreciate y'all showing up. And Sundays may be. The new time due to basketball season, but we'll keep y'all posted on that. So, but though that was your number one, yeah, Captain uh, Tony Stark. Can't argue with that. Kind of already knew you was going there. Yeah, my number one, Rose hit on the head, Fruitvale Station. Uh, when his mama went back there and saw him laying on that, uh, so you did keep on your, that one, table. your number one. Oh yeah, there was no argument. That's the first one I put down. My number one. I went from I one down. Because <laughs> I already knew. I already knew. Ain't nothing topping that. Okay. Because it was real. And then the way uh, the way she portrayed his mom and was like, 
he didn't want to die. He didn't want to be alone. He didn't want right. to be alone. Like I watched that scene on YouTube at least twice a year <laughs> because it's just so like like it's so real. Like a mother losing her child, seeing him on that table, lifeless. Like, dang, you ain't supposed to see your child like that. Like, and it was just like, hey, it hurt me. That scene hurt me to this day. To this day, that scene hurts me. So. <laughs> I um, it's somebody that ain't, the woman, it's, that ain't the woman. The little woman put some tissue in your hand and walk away. No, right? no, no, that was Selma. So I ain't even put that on okay. there. I ain't even put that on. Got there. it. I ain't even put that on there. <laughs> But yeah, uh, that Fruitvale hey. Station, man. I saw Fruitvale Station late. I think it was before, yeah. before we get out of here. Mm-hmm. What's the pick? What's the movie pick? Um, we definitely gotta watch Tiger King. We definitely gotta watch Tiger King. Okay. We definitely. That's the hot commodity right now. I mean, did, did, it, did it follow up? Like, did it? Does it have that sauce? Like, well, Tiger King? I'm, I'm gonna I tell. Scraping the bottom of the barrel now. No, the well, it's, it's, it's tying loose ends up. Okay. So, okay. one episode is catered, well, maybe one or two episodes is catered to the invest, like people trying to get people to investigate Carol Bass. I don't know how she keeps sliding unscathed, but. But Dan got to start the show, though. Start the show. But he's show. talking. He's, they calling him. Yeah. And well, well, first, well the, I mean, let me go back. The first episode is about his life. Before he became Tiger King, he was a sheriff at 19. He was stripping for the mayor to get money to listen. Joe Exotic, listen, you gotta watch this. He was married, but never touched. He was married, never touched a woman. Then bring in another man. The man died of AIDS. It was just. As soon as I got the phone with y'all. And this is all before he became (laughs) Tiger King. So. He was stripping for the mayor to raise money to get a fire truck. (laughs) Right. So I think the second episode goes into Carol Baskin. So they follow the timeline of people that were in the show. So they mm-hmm. go to Carol Baskin's and her the mysterious missing husband. And then they go into the facts in like different case, like why the why they didn't follow up on this. So mm-hmm. one of the ladies that um she uh she was the housekeeper, she's one of the witnesses of the the will. But on the three papers. Her signature is the exact same signature. And if you know anybody in this world that can write their signature the exact same way, the exact size, the exact font, that's crazy. So they were saying how all these, if you put all these signatures together, how do they match? So what happened with that? And there's another guy that worked for Don. And then, oh, they go into Don Lewis's life, by the way. And he was a real creep. (laughs) Um, (laughs) There's a reason he kept going to Costa Rica, because he was a real creep. And then they go into her and like, so you kind of feel like, well, maybe Don Lewis did deserve what he got. But then they go into, then they go into the other guy with the wife and he was doing the baby tiger thing, sneaking the babies in and luggage, baby tigers and luggage, having people come up to the old town. We, we, hey, we ain't gonna have to talk about it next week. Now, listen, no, I'm just giving you the people that they're following. <laughs> I'm not giving you the whole scenario. I'm, not, I'm just telling you this timeline. And then they talk to uh, the other guy that started coming. Then they talk to... The dude with no legs got an episode too, ain't it? He don't have episodes. He just pops in and out because he's not uh, looking for the stardom. But they... Hey, they talk, died, they, I want to see, yeah. They talk about... He they died. talk about his, his the, the last husband he had and what happens with him. Um. Then they talk... Joe, Joe just... Then they, talk, they interview the people that... Or Free Joe trying to go to Trump rally. And it seems like every time they go to have a meeting with Trump, something bad happens. But you got to watch it, man. It's five episodes. Check it out. Let me know what you think. But um, it's it's a doozy, man. It's a doozy. But they just following up on everybody. And it might be a three. I'm not sure because we don't know. Because they go into a lot of legal stuff. Of You let Joe get out. That's the thing. That's That's what it's heading towards. And you gotta watch the last episode to see. I'm that, surprised so. Trump didn't pardon him. Honestly, every you gotta watch it because every time they try to go meet with Trump, something uh-huh. would happen that kind of interfered. And you'll see it. Y'all, you gotta okay. watch. Okay. Watch. Right. But we can pick a movie, man. Um, I'll be on the All lookout. Right. We'll post about it. Um, see what's going on. Um, 
like I said, I started the KG documentary on Showtime. Anything's possible, so I'll be finishing that up very soon. All right, because you know that's my guy. Right. But we'll we'll find a movie and uh, we'll keep y'all posted. Oh, no, 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 I got suggestions. Want to write this down? It's not movies, but it's episodes from Black Mirror. And Black Mirror episodes are like I think forty. Your boy Mackey, Anthony Mackey. So I, I have four episodes. I need y'all to watch, and it's on Netflix. Okay. okay. All right, so you're going to go to the first one I want you to watch is season four. Black. Doe, don't look at me like that, Doe. You should have seen how Doe look at me. <laughs> Doe say I need Black Mirror, Netflix, and watch them in this order. Number four, Black Museum. So season four, number four. Season four, Black Museum. That's the first one to watch. Black music? Museum. Black are you oh, going to a museum? museum? All right. The next one to watch is season three, Shut Up the Dance. Uh-huh. After that, season one, National Anthem. Season one, National. And go in the order that I'm telling y'all, please. Okay. And then the last one is season five, Striking Vipers. Season five. Striking season five, striking fire, vipers, vipers. I'll put, I'll put it up um on our page. Okay. I think all four all four of these episodes we're gonna have some conversations. Okay. We're gonna have some conversations. So hopefully the fans, people that's watching and following us, y'all are uh, gonna look at those four episodes too and join us along with this dialogue. It's about to get funny as fuck next week. Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. So. Definitely, definitely gonna check those out. Um, there's more I could go into, but I'm gonna save that for another podcast. Um, but oh, we got your insecure. We gotta catch up on. We gotta see what Star is doing with this BMF series because they kind of dropped the ball with dropping episodes, taking them off. So I'm about to try to finish watching this episode now. Okay, I'm gonna try to check it out. Hopefully, so. nothing happens. All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> appreciate y'all rocking with us. All right, y'all. I'm gonna try to get an episode out tonight or tomorrow, so be on the lookout right, for Jack. that. Give us that play, give us that stream, and we'll check y'all later, oh, man. Sundays, love y'all. Yeah, um, Sundays preferably for me because, like I said, basketball season started, and you know, okay. games on Tuesdays and third and Fridays. So this will be the best time for me okay. during basketball season. We can always go back, but we can see how Sunday works for everybody. Um. So after the season, if it doesn't work for people, we can go back to Tuesday. But hey, we'll let y'all know though. Who with me? So right now, for right, right. now, Sundays it is. So we'll catch y'all Peace next though. Sunday. Love hopefully. y'all. Y'all be good. Yeah, man. Peace. Peace out. Bye. How the team look?